Hi guys, how are you? This is Jumi. I am Glam Natural because I am Glam with Grace. Welcome to my podcast. Hi guys, how are you? This is Jumi speaking and this is the creator of Glam Naturally Oil. And this is actually the first time ever I am doing a live, not really a live podcast, but it's a recorded podcast. So this session is being recorded because we're starting a brand new um, episode. So I've not really ever started an episode, so this is going to be the first one. And this episode, we're actually going to be talking about, um, the, the topic is let's talk here. And it's going to be broken into different sections. And the first thing I'm going to be talking about, which is what I am very passionate about. A lot of you probably know me um, on Instagram, on Dreamy Grow or Glam That Truly Or I'm always talking about protective air styling and how is it really protecting our hair. So today's topic under the um, Let's Talk Hair episode is going to be protective air styles, period question does he really protect your hair so we're going to be talking about hair because i really want to help my customers achieve healthier hair growth and another reason why i'm doing this like as a recorded content is because i want you guys to see my hair and my edges because if you've actually listened to my other podcast i did speak about my hair loss story my postpartum hair loss story and what i've done so far to you know grow back my hair grow back my hair to health and don't be fooled by this shrinkage the the more shrinkage you see the healthier your hair is my hair is three times or four times longer than this but yeah i love to keep it this you know low cut short air style twa kind of look that's what i love but yeah i'm going to be talking about hair i want my customers to achieve healthier hair growth but before we do, I always talk about the word for today. And the word for today actually is not going to be from UCB like I normally do. It's something that my husband wrote on Instagram. And I think I actually shared this about um, the either the third or fourth podcast that I did. But I really wanted to do this in person so you can see me and repeat after me. But um, I hope this encourages you. And we're just going to start this off. And... Um, he wrote, it's imperative we understand the power of spoken words, right? The power of the tongue. Whatever you confess with your mouth, you might not mean it. You might, you might probably say jokingly, but a lot of times, whatever you say with your mouth comes to pass. So it's very important for you to choose your words very carefully and speak positivity over your life and whatever situation you might be going through. It says we are not only what we repeatedly do, we are what we affirm to ourselves. If you believe you can, you are right. And if you believe you can't, you are also right. So repeat after me today as you listen to my podcast. I don't know if you're home, if you're driving in your car. This is where I normally listen to most of my podcasts while driving. Or if you're at the gym, if it's in the morning time, afternoon, evening, night. I don't care what time it is, but I want you to repeat after me and say this to yourself. I am smart, I am blessed, I will have a productive week, I have the energy to go beyond, I am creative, I am talented, I am forgiven, I am redeemed, I am triumphant, I am amazing, I am fearfully, beautifully and wonderfully made. Repeat that after me one more time. I am smart. I am blessed and highly favored. I will have a productive week. 
I exceed my goals. Amen. I have the energy to go beyond. I am creative. I am talented. I am forgiven. I am redeemed. I am triumphant. I am amazing. I am fearfully, beautifully, and wonderfully made. Say that to yourself. Claim it. Own it. Repeat it every single day if you can. Write it down. You know, what you see, sometimes your visual also, when you're seeing things, your spirit mind is also confessing those things. So write it down somewhere next to your dresser and confess this to yourself every single day. We are blessed and highly favored. Amen. So like I was saying, today we're going to be talking about protective hairstyling and if it's really protecting your hair or your edges. So I, I think I'm going to actually, because I broke it down into different um, sections, but I want to talk about myself first and then I'll break it down. So um, if you've listened to my postpartum Ella story and how I big chopped my entire hair to start afresh last year, August. And the reason why I actually did that is, you know, all my life, I mean, my mom has been so good with, she was so good with looking after my hair. But I remembered as a child, I used to look up to my mom because she used to perm, she used to, um, she used to texturize her hair. She used to perm her hair and it was straight and nice. And I used to just wish one day I cannot wait to get my first perm. I cannot wait to get my first perm. So that was what I used to like look up to because my mom had permed hair. But my mom was so good. She didn't let me have perm until I think the age of 16, 17, which was my 16th birthday. That was when she finally gave me a blessing. So Jimmy, you can go ahead and perm your hair for your birthday. But the first 16 years of my life, I never had perm in my hair, never had any of that. So my mom was very like, you know, strict with that for me and my sister. So, but I used to think that perming your hair was like the most amazing thing in the world, period. And I was always looking forward to it, like literally dreamt of it every single day of my life until I was 16. But one thing I realized, and then back then I was actually at the age of 16, I was in Nigeria when it happened and we didn't have quality. I don't even know if there's anything called quality relaxer because then I used to use, um, what's it called? Um, that... Is it dark and lovely? Yeah, I think it was dark and lovely. That was not the first one I used. I used one very cheap one. And I realized that when I used that um, relaxer, it actually, it did a lot of damage because I had a lot of bumps, like a lot of um, um, sores in my hair. And my hair was not black anymore. It became brown. So it literally damaged my entire hair. It was horrible. So because of that reason, I decided to switch to dark and lovely. Um literally maybe a month after or two months after. And when I did use Dark and Lovely, my, I realized that my hair was coming out in chunks. Like the middle of my hair was coming out in chunks after it was relaxed. Maybe it was there for too long. Anyways, then I relocated to England, still continued perming my hair. And I had one of my very good friends back in England. Her name is Lamy, And she didn't like perm. So she was the first person that I saw in my generation that was actually rocking natural hair. And she would tell me, Jimmy, this is the best decision of my life. You need to do it. I'm like, no way. I am the last, I don't have patience for my hair. I'm never going to relax, um, you know, go natural. That was what I used to tell her. And look at the irony. Anyways, so I remember when my first daughter was born, Nisi, seven years ago, I told myself that, you know what? My mom didn't perm my hair for 16 years. I want to do the same for my daughter. I want to, you know, I want her 
to wear our hair out naturally and be proud of her hair and just not have to do perm because I hate the feeling of perm in my scalp. And also, I when the doctor told me, oh, you have to not use chemicals on your hair. Like, you don't relax your hair. And I'm like, well, if they're telling me not to relax my hair, why, if it's, if it's not good for, my, for the baby growing inside of me, why am I still using this thing? And that was when it dawned on me, like, um, this is a bad idea, just having perm in your hair, period. So that motivated me. And then when she was born, I wanted to be able to care for our natural hair. So I cut off all my hair gradually. I actually didn't do a big chop. I transitioned, so I was cutting it gradually. And I decided that that's it, no more perm. Seven years ago was the last time that I had a perm. And I wanted to be able to care for Nisi's hair, which was what encouraged me to do that. So fast forward, 2016, after Divine was born, 2017 was when I had my major hair loss, literally. I woke up one day, I had my, I, I, used, I used to do my own hair. I do my daughter's hair as well. But I used to do my own hair. I, I didn't know how. I cannot. I could do individual braids, but I didn't have patience for it. So I used to end up doing a lot of crocheting, which I did myself. But during that time, you know, even though I'm the one doing it, I used to end up like putting too much pressure on my edges without having, wasn't doing it on purpose, but it happened that way with crocheting. And then, you know, when you're sticking the crochet pin in, if you're not doing it right, you're actually breaking your hair in that, in that process. Anyways. So I had crochet done when I went back to work on maternity leave. And literally, literally, I kid you not, when I took out that hairstyle, six, I think it was eight weeks after, because I didn't really care for my hair as much. I had a newborn, I had to juggle having a newborn baby, a child, to another child, getting used to having two kids now and then working. So it was too much. So I didn't really, my self-care, my TLC and my hair was rubbish. It wasn't that great. I took out that hairstyle and I literally cried because all my hedges, my entire, you see that I have edges now. I never had edges. Everything was gone. Literally gone. I literally cried. I'm like, gosh, Jimmy, you have a business that's promoting hair growth and you have no hair. I was in tears. It, it really got to me. It really affected my confidence a little bit. But then I took that situation and I turned it into something good for myself because what I did was I'm like, you know what, Jimmy? Then I had only like seven oils in the hair oil bottle. I recreated the formula then. When I recreated the formula, I added seven more essential oils and oils into it for it to work for me. So I started documenting every two weeks my growth. And honestly, I was seeing my hedges come back to life. And I'm like, okay, okay, girl, this is going good. I took it online. And I was just promoting that. My first reviewer, my first customer was me. I literally did that. And, um, but one thing I noticed was my hair just grew back. But because I was still not looking and taking care of my hair like I should, I had a lot of breakage. It was breaking so bad. My edges would grow and then break again, and then grow, and then break again, which a lot of my customers, I know for sure, are going through the same thing. Like when someone reaches out to me and tells me, I've been using your, your hair oil for two weeks or three weeks, and I see no difference. At the end of the day, everyone's hair grows at different pace, one. 
But two, if you're not making better decisions of your for your hair, if you're only using the air oils, it's not really going to work. And that's why I've used myself as a guinea pig for all my customers. Like, look, I cut my hair to start fresh, but now I'm making better decisions for my hair. So let's go back. I know I digressed a little bit, but I had to get to that. I cut off all my hair, stopped protective hairstyling, doing TLC to the next level. TLC meaning I deep treat my hair, I deep condition, I protein treat regularly. I um I don't put any tension, as you can see. I have not done no protective hairstyling. It's going to be one year in August, and my hair has flourished tremendously. Breakage is literally minimal. It's probably at 1%. My breakage used to be 75%. Like, my hair was just so scanty, and I had to do something about it. So this is going to be one of the longest podcasts that I've ever done, but I really want you guys to, to follow me and get, you know, we'll get through this. So what is a protective hairstyle? So a protective hairstyle, you all know it is basically you have your own hair, but you're not wearing it out at that moment. You're doing something different. So you either have braid installed or you have a weave done or you have a clipping or you have um, crochet installed on your hair that's a protective hairstyle whatever is taking your natural hair or your regular hair away so we cannot see your hair it's meant to protect it but i honestly think it's a myth a lot of the so-called protective hairstyle and not really protecting your hair period it's not it's actually causing more damage more more harm than good but there's so many ways you can minimize like minimize it because i know it's not everyone that has the patience to wear their hair out naturally 24 7 right you want to do something different or you feel bored or oh, now i want a different look that's understandable if you decided that okay now i want to do a protective hairstyle you know what is your best to go um protective hairstyle to do braids honestly braids is not a bad thing but it becomes a bad thing when they take every single strand of your edges so tight, every single strand of your hair that you can barely sleep for one week. I used to go through that. I'll go to the um to the braiding in Harlem. They'll braid my hair and literally for a week. I kid you not. I am not exaggerating. And that was actually one of the reasons why I created a braid oil. Because I realized that when I put the braid oil on my scalp, I used to have a lot of relief from that you know, tension. Gosh, I can't believe I actually put myself through that, honestly. But I used to have relief. That was what birthed the braid oils. But if you have a protective hairstyle that you cannot sleep for a week or you have to take pain medications to sleep, then that's a bad, bad protective hairstyle. That would do a lot of damage to your hair. Honestly, I can't even explain it any better than that. If it's too tight, if you realize that within a week all your edges is gone, nah, mm-mm. Don't do that. You could do braids. If you know the jumbo jumbo braids, where they slick down your edges all the way back, and then you have jumbo braids, those ones are better. Anything that doesn't cause damage tension to your edges and your hair is a better approach. If you have braids right now that's just been done and everything is hurting you, please start taking them out. It's not even advisable for you to keep that. But yeah, so braids like that are not good for you. But the other braids, like weave, even conrows, you could do conrows, but I used to remember that now, I used to tell them not to start the conrow from my edges, to literally weave, like take my hair and weave it all the way and start the conrow, uh, the, sorry, 
um, not to attach the extensions from my edges to attach the extensions from maybe midway after it's been braided. That's probably a better approach, but not too tight as well. Because once they start taking your entire edges with the extension, that's suicide. Your, your edges is gone. That's it. Bye, edges. Goodbye. It's gone. Honestly, it is. So, yeah, those kind of hairstyles are not protected. They are causing damage. Okay, so let's say you've done your jumbo braids. You've done a better protective hairstyle. How long should you keep it for? Before it starts breaking your hair. You have to remember when you put all these braids on. You have it maybe for like a month or two months. You're not really scalp cleansing. You're not doing anything to your, to your scalp. So your scalp is like your hair and scalp is just there. It's building up all those. To scalp cleanse. The braid oil was my you know to go product. So I normally just put it in a cotton bud and just scalp cleanse with it. But if you have braids on, I, you know, I used to wash my, my scalp. I used to wash my, my braids while it's installed. It's important for you to do that. You know, scalp cleanse once in a while. Use oils, massage the braid oil into it. It's formulated to help keep it cleansed as well during the time that you have it protected. And one more important thing for your edges. You see, I know a lot of people, when you have braids, you use um, edge controls, right? or head gels or whatever you use them to keep your um to slick down your edges do you know like the building up of that can even break your edges even more so it's important for you to to cleanse your edges so what i used to do i would normally leave my edges out in the shower and i'll just use water to cleanse and take off all that build up it's important for you to do that actually that one i recommend for you to do every single day the scalp cleansing i recommend for you to do once every two weeks but the edges has to be done every day. You have to you have to cleanse your edges and remove the beard up from the day before to keep it, you know, better and to to minimize the breakage you might suffer, you know, during the time that you have your protective hairstyle installed. So I'm trying to go through my list. Um, so what is the best hairstyle? What is the best protective hairstyle for less shedding and air breakage? So I always recommend if you have natural hair, the best to go is you know, like I said, you could do braids, jumbo braids that doesn't. Put any tension on your edges or clip hints they're good as well or you can even do crochet but you have to be very careful for your edges you know if you have tender edges i have extremely tender edges so i'm always very careful now you know that's why i'm leaving it alone and doing nothing to it and it's flourishing much better than, than it's ever done period and um I think I went to how long should you have it for, four to six weeks. What air care regimen should you keep while your protective hairstyle is installed? Scalp cleansing, oil massages, braid oil, and um, cleansing your edges as well. Okay, so one more thing before you install. So this is what should you do before you install your hair, um, your protective hairstyle. And I always recommend, because remember six weeks, right, is the amount of time that, the maximum time you're allowed that I would recommend for you to have your protective hairstyle in for. So six weeks, your hair is just sitting in the braids. It's there, nappy and dry. You're not doing much to it. It's not moisturized. So before you install it, I always recommend for you to actually do a deep treatment or protein treatment. I, my hair loves protein. I used to love protein. I still do. You know, you can do a protein. I'm going to talk about a deep and protein treatment in another episode because I don't want to keep this episode too long. But yeah, but do that, you know, um, detangle your hair carefully after you take out your braids so that you don't, you know, experience even more shedding. So um, I've done a video on how to detangle your hair 
you know, on Dry Nappy Hair. It's on YouTube on the Jeremy Grill. You can search for it. I detangled my daughter's hair in that video and I used the Glam Naturally or Coco Shade to do that. So you can, there's so many other things you can use to detangle your hair. Sometimes I use conditioner as well, but I prefer, when I'm co-washing, I prefer using like the Coco Shade or the Mango Shade because they retain moisture. So yeah, so, so far, this is, I think this is, I've covered all the topics relating to protective hairstyling. Just be very careful when, I mean, I, I probably would not be protective hairstyling anytime soon, maybe in two years, but for now I'm enjoying my hair looking short and healthy. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I've covered it all for protective hairstyle. If you have any more questions about this or you, if I've left anything out that you want to discuss about, you know, let me know, drop a review, drop a comment and I'll talk about it in my next episode. But that, that's basically it for protective hairstyle and be very careful. You have the power to tell those hairstylists because I think sometimes we're scared of them because they, you know, you feel like they know best, but sometimes honestly, they don't know what's best for your hair. They don't know what's best for your edges. So you have to be... I used to remember telling those ladies that I used to break my head that, no, not too tight or this. And that's when I stopped going there because sometimes they don't listen. But you have to, like, put your feet down. No, don't make it too tight. Leave my edges alone. It's my edges. Leave it alone. You know, you have to be the one to have the final say. So, yeah, that's basically it for today. I am so excited because I've recorded this episode. I had a little glitch while doing this, but um, hopefully it's not too obvious in the recording. But yeah, I'm going to be doing this again about, um, the. I think the all episode for Air Talk, Let's Talk Hair, I mean, is going to be recorded. I think I'm going to do it that way. And I'm going to be posting some of it on my Jumi Grow page or on the Jumi Grow on YouTube. So when you go on YouTube, just type in Jumi Grow, you will see a lot of my... Um, air care regimen that I do regularly and you also see um on my Instagram page Dreamy Grow. Also if you want to send me an email if you need more advice about this you can send an email to dreamygrow at gmail.com or glamwithgrace at gmail.com. I appreciate you so much for tuning in and listening to what I have to say. This is Jumi. I am glam naturally because I am glammed with grace. Have a super duper awesome day today. Bye!